0: after breakfast
1: what's
2: before lunch it's austin texas it's weird brunch
1: all right lisa put on your headphone oh my
2: god lisa you.
1: Do you better tune in before you tune out you know i'm
0: dropping out man yeah. drop out
1: no john was watching tropic thunder which i know is like a problematic movie, but it was meant to be problematic. Like as a joke. Yeah. Anyway. No, but I forgot Tom Cruise's, Weird little cameo in yeah. Tropic Thunder, and he's its funny to see him like. Cuss. It's him and Matthew
2: McConaughey sharing a scene together too, right?
1: Well, Matthew McConaughey's in it throughout. Yeah, but, but them in a scene yeah. together
2: is just like—it breaks my brain. What a weird.
1: I also I miss funny Matthew McConaughey. Like, yeah. He was cute and funny, and like I appreciate his serious roles, mm. and. I... Like, we've talked about it before. I fucking love him in True Detectives mm-hmm. so much. It's probably my favorite thing he's ever done. Mm-hmm. But, like, and, you know, the Lincoln commercials, of course. Yeah. But... Uh, Rolling that booger in Seeing his him, yes, yeah. and the booger. Seeing him uh, in that, like, funny PR management role and, like, I don't know. I just... Uh, I miss the fun days. Yeah. You know? But I also... Great... I love the dark shit. So yeah, he's really, really good in at place it. For all of it, <laughs>
2: like southern dark shit too is like my favorite. Oh, yeah. Like southern yeah, Gothic. Yeah, like eat it oh up. Yeah. yeah,
1: give me those trees. Ugh, give me some kind of like some weird moss. There's mm-hmm. incest somewhere. Mm-hmm. Magical like, realism. Yeah, weird yeah. fireflies. Uh, yes, yes. yes. Mal- just
2: that malaise of like mm-hmm. a hot, swampy, peeling small paint. town. Yes,
1: no breeze whatsoever. No. Just the cricket. Yeah. noise. Oh crickets sign mm. me up and some frogs long white linen uh, dresses uh-huh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why frogs sound like that in they movies. do mm. i mean bull bullfrog's like way louder than that yeah god bullfrogs are loud there's we'll one that. right there is that a bullfrog <laughs> No, it's Lisa. No, what Lisa. was it, y'all? Oh, where, where did it th- come <laughs> from? I just, it's like it was behind me the whole time. I don't know. What? what? Is there a bullfrog in your house? We have to find it. Yes. That would be chaotic, but also fun. Finding a that bullfrog in the house? And yeah. trying to catch it
0: i can't I'm,
2: Im-, I'm i definitely chase like lizards and frogs and oh, stuff same. whenever i save them yeah
0: but they're so hard
2: to catch yeah and then right before you grab toad. it you get a little scared and you're like <laughs>
0: <laughs> toads
2: yeah. are easy though yeah and they're They'll so on you, yeah yeah you gotta, you gotta get, get, on we like both that. get the claw yeah. hand <laughs> to yeah pick them up. i've been peed on many Have a you, times oh my god are you following toad? that guy on tiktok who um so he in the back of his house there's like swampy land oh that the one who has like, like have frog army million yes so tadpoles, he got a huge, frog army yeah he scooped he got a bucket and scooped up as much fra- uh, tadpoles Not even or tadpoles. they were frog eggs, eggs you as know, he could because uh-huh. they're just in like bunches
1: gel. it looks like little chia seeds yeah when exactly they're
2: wet. and so he took them and he has a pond in his backyard so he threw them all in there and they're Turning into frogs, and there's millions of I mean He's like, I think there's like three million frogs, <laughs> and they're at the point. I think they're like growing legs, yeah, so they're, they're very close. That's
1: a Bible. That's that's it's a, a plague. Bible thing. Yeah,
2: I'm so uh, excited to see millions Bible. of frogs. I can't
1: wait to hear that with the the oh yeah, the <gasps> God from the
2: Prince of Egypt. I'm so glad that Prince of Egypt is having a like uh, I, that. I I love the Prince never of saw Egypt. It. it goes so oh. hard. It goes so. Haley and hard. I work. Obsessed. obsessed. We would make up soundtrack. like dances to this kind of like it's not even like the, Disney music where you can you rah, know right because I think mood, mood, it was fun. Uh, and Anubis, yeah, it's so good. I think it's because it's, it's kind of like playing widgey. with the big boys yeah. now. Oh, it's so good. I want to rewatch it. It is,
1: anyways. Yeah, I'm just too emotional to think about the song
2: where she's like putting <laughs> the baby puts in the reeds, Moses in the reeds,
1: yeah. and it's like.
2: You've always I, been. Why are you I so know, emotional? I like clicking. just
1: finished my period. Also, oh. like I am. Not, oh, I just started. My I'm life. not in it. I'm just. It's a mystery to me.
2: I never know it's when it's happening. This fucking
1: <laughs> this week was cursed. That's what it is. Yeah. Something's in the air. Yes. No, it's the t- it's the fucking bullfrog it's in t- our <laughs> house. It <laughs> makes me cry. See, there it it's is. It's like Did the sad
2: clown in The Sims that shows up when you're depressed and won't yeah. leave until you cheer it up. But it's yes. like the ominous
1: yeah yeah and frogs but uh the depression bullfrog the depression bullfrog yeah Yeah. this week is a cursed. i mean obviously we had the shooting ray leota died dude from depeche (laughs) mode died and caitlin is leaving and now i'm thinking about sad songs so cursed week what it's just are you making
0: well, no, because you're not wrong. I felt like you were going to keep going because I'm certain there's, there's more. There's plenty of things, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like the cops. Like, can we just talk about cops? No. Okay. God. God.
2: <laughs> it just keeps getting worse. Like, I know. It's insane. It just it's keeps insane. getting worse.
0: That, I've been barely... Sorry, I'm attention. adjusting a little. Oh, I'm
1: hoping this will
0: help. I've been like clipping. barely paying attention because I just, you know, I'm. i You a have to have a, a
2: little a bit of m- detach m- to m- m- operate. Yeah.
0: If I'm gonna wake up, uh, yeah. Like I don't even think I could pee right yeah. if I. So, but one thing I've been—it just comes
2: out tears. Yeah.
0: <laughs> which fifty-fifty. All my already. pee is tears. Pee <laughs> is tears. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> it worked. Okay, but sorry. yeah, like it's just it's wild to me how much it's like well, well actually, yeah, and then it's like well, but wait, <laughs> but uh, and, mm-hmm. then, uh, and just say what happened, yeah, just give me a timeline, yeah. We're all aware,
2: and it's and that's just what's being shared that it's yeah how much worse it actually is, and then fucking Abbott at some <laughs> point in a a press conference saying that it could have been worse. I just and I you're like how he He said those words he said prevented it or whatever from being worse it could have been worse was that
0: before he was like i didn't know everything about what the cops did
2: i don't care i don't know that 19 children died how could it be no a hundred percent yeah a
0: hundred percent but i think when you were like they did the best they could that's why i'm like wait 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 wait." no they didn't he must have that's what he retracted Because I was like, "What did he even say that he's feeling like he needs to retract his support?" Him,
1: yeah, and he's retracted nothing. Shameless, nothing, soulless, legless. Legless. (laughs) Oh, there you go. (laughs) We got there at the same spot. We don't
2: need to be. We don't need to be ableist about this. No, 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 (laughs) no, no,
1: no, 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 Um, no, no, no. But yeah, like even that. It was it the sheriff of the county was like, We're embarrassed at our response. Embarrassed? To this. You're embarrassed? Yeah, like uh, Oh, I'm sorry you're boy, is there egg on our face? <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. I just I I don't know. Yeah, like words like we're ashamed or we're embarrassed, it's like fuck you. I saw some girl who just like put in her story like this is such a shame and I was like, This isn't a shame. Yeah. Like this is far 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 deeper past yeah. shame like and i know she was probably just like being like this is sad but but it, i also wanted to be like more. are you fucking kidding me yeah. a shame like a shame is that you missed your bus yeah uh, anyways okay we're getting back into the dark worlds that yeah. <laughs> we started talking about we and kept- decided to not begin with yeah. so yeah. yeah so you know yeah what happy things are happening i finally got covid Haley, yeah, yeah. oh that's true did that's you get why it in Haley's
2: um we i think so mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. we also got exposed to it outside of that which i don't know it doesn't matter we got it it was horrible we got really sick that's yeah i was laying in bed like triple vaxxed like the government yes. lied to me mm-hmm. no that's not true please, get, the same way, please, please get vaccinated get i didn't end up the hospital i had two days that were really rough with like high fever wait flu. you just
1: said you did end up in the hospital no okay. i didn't end up in okay. the hospital. i just didn't tell I you like, i was like i like are you fucking no. kidding me Can no you just sleep
2: it off i did yeah. i hadn't had a fever that no high in a long deal. time i got up to like 102 and a half and i told brandon because so he was a couple days ahead of me in the sickness uh-huh. so i saw what was coming which sucks yeah <laughs> And, uh, I told him, I'm like, if I, we get to a hundred, if I get it to 103 and I have it for like an hour, we have to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Cause that's when your brain's like boiling. Yeah. And he's like, I don't think it'll get that high. And it got, it was getting there. And I was like, you don't tell me that it's not going to get that yeah, high. Right. Cause I feel like shit. I took like six baths. Uh, didn't heal me. Oh so Are oh. you sure though? Cause you seem I better now. Better. So
1: can you prove that it didn't heal you? You know
2: what? Right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. can't prove a negative. So, yes. um, Yeah. And then even today, like what I'm like day 15 or 16 at this point and I still don't feel great. Right. Yeah. Have you are you still testing? No. Did you finally test negative? No. No. Here's the thing. When I first started feeling sick after Brandon had already tested positive with a home test, I could not produce a positive home test even the two days after I'd broken my fever, right. I could not get one because it happened over the weekend. So finally on Monday after taking like four home tests and mm-hmm. keep getting negatives, I went to a clinic and got tested and I tested positive there. Right. And I was so pissed. Cause I was like, I'm one of the dumb idiots who can't make like, I'm I doing sent something you that wrong on Instagram. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and I've had lots of COVID tests because of like work and travel and stuff like that. And I know how far back you're supposed to go into right. your fucking brain to scrape and how long so i'm like i'm doing it right i know i'm doing it right like and i couldn't i was really upset i was like I'm so i mean stupid. i
1: know it's like searching for viral amounts yeah. but like when i finally viral load. Yeah, yeah viral loads sorry your favorite word loads it's, i get i get to hear it do, <laughs> so yeah. you do we talk about a lot of loads where we work we um no because like because y'all are
0: because we handle ways, heavy workers. loads. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. I support you either way. We're accountants. I mean, we, we move okay. like thousands of loads every day. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. You've never seen loads like that. I probably not. It's like ugly loads. Ugly <laughs> okay. loads. We're done. We're done. <laughs> Family loads. Oh God. Car loads of loads. Car okay. loads. Um. <laughs> get tested. No, but testing yeah. like by the time I finally tested positive because it took me a couple days. Yeah. Also. But like that, I was not going all the way up into my brain and everything that I was pumping out of my nose was positive as yeah. fuck because it was like urine grouse but also <laughs> is that what it says when yeah. you get a positive it's like nasty <laughs> it throws up yeah. on you I yeah. bought I bought like you know the bitchy version of <laughs> COVID test so I it, it has the two lines and then it how, slowly comes on, up and hold on. says Are you going Grow. To how do they not
2: on? have yeah. at home tests that have commentary instead yeah. yeah, like a pregnancy test that says oh no <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <laughs> That's exactly oh, what." I was, or even like, congratulations maybe you can get like a positive one like right. you
0: can pick which which response yeah you want. yes
2: like if you have to do a like a pot test for your parents or something yeah. and it's like pack your bag you know. or,
0: <laughs> or it's like things are irie man yeah yeah I uh
1: that'd be very funny it'd be a fun thing though to like partner with since we're in texas and abortion is gonna become gone basically yeah. to partner with some one of those companies out of state that's like trying to still help women yeah. and be like, if you send us a picture of your pregnancy test that says, oh shit, bitch, we, <laughs> we will send, send you a, 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 the pill the or, or whatever. whatever. Pill. Like uh, making lemons out of lemonade, making fetuses, fetuses out, out of, of zygotes. Sure. Make, or making, making biomedical waste periods out of fetuses. Out of fetuses. How? Like, cause you want to, <sighs> it's all real bad right now. Yeah. It's all Everything real bad right really, now. Everything really, really sucks. Before
2: Roe v. Wade gets overturned, if you are someone who is capable of getting pregnant, you can go to plan C.com and order... Um, Some abortion advance. pills in advance. You do not have to show pregnancy to get them. Even if you don't have a uterus, yeah. you can order them.
1: Yep. Yep, they're even good if you're for a man.
2: Even if you're a man or a woman without a uterus mm-hmm. or I'm a man that has your uterus mm-hmm. or that kind of stuff, you can order, you can stock up. They do have an expiration you can also date.
1: just stock up on a lot of birth control and generally yep. if you're looking for a plan B taking 3 pills at once mm-hmm. is almost the equivalent
2: i'm not a medical person so i'm not gonna say that. i will say that That's that when i did nothing. have
1: to take birth
2: control there were lots of times where i went okay I'll, I'll, oh. what if i just take maybe four or five at the point at once, once. what yeah. possible bad thing could happen
1: um and really nothing that bad mm. no it made me bad. sick every time uh-huh. if i
0: took two it was pukes. i used really? to do it I, well i was only on it for like Three months because I my body never took to it oh. and um in any way like I I've tried multiple except for implantations. Yeah. but yeah, like I would I did it like before a test once because I was like I don't want to go to school so <gasps> I took two birth mm-hmm. control yeah. pills. You just
2: puke. eat a bunch of um, toothpaste; it'll make you throw up too. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I just wouldn't go to school, Mom. You know, Tips once to we to had cars, yeah, really do anything. Are, did you pass all your classes? No, tight. Well, you yeah, have a soccer scholarship. Still gonna, <laughs> still gonna graduate. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Sounds good. Um, no, I'm pretty uh, happy that I got to have that really convenient hysterectomy a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. The time we we'll get of it into all. something, if it continues this way, they'll start outlawing like women without women. uterus or hysterectomies in general. Yeah. Probably something like it's that. It's already
2: very difficult to get yeah. one. I only got one because I had a giant. Giant right, fibroid but then there's also me. like
1: people who conscientiously sterilize. Yeah, I know a couple people who have done that, and getting a OBGYN to sign up yeah. on it's real hard. Yeah. So,
2: I don't know. Yeah, I love my gynecologist. Everyone so. is horrible. Everything's in bad. In fun
1: news, I found out that if you can prove that you're 30 percent Irish in blood, you the like legit let you immigrate over to Ireland. Yeah. So, Lisa. You, can get you got that shit in there, right? You have to have oh. a college degree, though. Yeah, you have to have a college degree. <laughs> I she know. got that. Oh, I don't. It's a state school. So. You know what? what? We'll get you an honorary one. I get like from a like DeVry. ACC. Also, could you like get an associate?s Does that count? Um, I don't know. I'll Let's call, call, the Ireland. Yeah. call Ireland. Yeah, I'll call Ireland and ask them about it. Uh,
2: Sean O'Connor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: McKillikin McKillick. McGregor McGregor. Yes. That's Scottish. It is. It's fine. We I don't, don't know. know. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are immigrating anywhere. You no. Know, uh,
2: no country will want me.
1: Well, on twenty three and Me, it says like eighty five percent British and Irish. Yeah, and I wonder I'm if 62%. they're gonna. Sixty two percent. Do
2: they trust ancestry or is it lineage you have to show? Like, do you have? I think to we show could prove. That. I'm
1: adopted. Suck dicks. Ooh, suck See, dicks, Ireland. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But you got blood. I do. Just have ask blood. them to like. So if you have Irish blood, part of it comes out green, right? I like, was um, gonna say it's gonna come out part alcohol. Of alcohol. Yeah, uh, yeah. I do have an alcohol problem. Yeah, do you think that I you know, can. know, if we can prove alcoholism, which we are capable, ca- absolutely, of, fully capable of proving yeah. that in our family, maybe the let us that's in. in.
2: They like they seem legit.
0: Yeah, right. I could probably hit thirty. Well if it's sixty-two point four percent. those numbers up, British and Irish.
2: Yeah, if you're thirty-one and thirty-one percent.
0: Yeah, but U K is highly likely, and Ireland is likely. I think that's.
1: Thirty percent. When he's
2: also going off a one TikTok she saw, so we should yes. probably maybe do just a
1: little, little research. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also the odds of us actually immigrating to Ireland. Well, they climb I mean, higher every day. <laughs> Slowly and so, I'm sorry, I looked higher. at you like that. I
0: keep, I think, what's underlying in my head this whole time is, do I door dash Juice Land because I missed you really the are want you you Jealous. jealous? Yeah. I missed the text.
2: You did. I'm sorry. I even Shame. tried to follow up to make sure you saw it. Right. No.
1: Yeah. I'm a fucking dumbass. It's okay. It's the Irish it, that's, in you. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100 percent european that's what we are what if
0: you like eat a bunch of lucky charms (laughs) and then give Mm -hmm. your blood that's
1: a great idea they'll probably be like wow your sugar lovers are really high that's like how you pass a drug test but an irish test if you're not irish yeah you flood your system with lucky charms yeah and gold. <laughs> and gold and gold and it's just straight magically up delicious. gold coins like the, the okay, chocolate wait. ones okay well then i'm gonna take that to segue since you said gold coins okay if that's okay unless someone else wants to go first and also welcome to weird brunch this is our podcast i'm whitney lamond <sighs> i'm lisa Friedrich. And i'm Haley lamond Ew. i know you just sick. cough feel and good. sneeze you s- you don't feel good
2: currently i mean in a kind of general way i don't sure. feel great
1: well why <laughs> maybe it's your attitude you why know what <laughs> let's get some
2: toxic positivity yes, up in here yes. make me feel bad for feeling bad <laughs> Okay. take the rachel oh, hollis I'm method on happy this. to do it i would it. love to
1: yeah.
2: well tell us about your your gold
1: doubloons. you want to talk about some sleeping booty
0: <laughs> y'all how many loads of booty
1: yeah oh, oh. there's loads of booty in this oh. also this is um I have a couple things But most of this Will be coming from The article Sleeping Booty By Everyone's favorite Texas Monthly Author Skip Hollinsworth Who is Just the best writer Um And yeah That's this what is what I always say This You don't know who Skip Hollinsworth is? No. Oh I feel like he's Like all the Fun Texas Monthly Articles are by Skip Hollinsworth
0: Oh Maybe I do then
1: I should pay more attention To who authors The things that I read mm. Mm. I should too. Also, with a name like Skip Holland, like if, if if the dude's name was like John Smith, I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, I wouldn't remember that Pocahontas. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was he hot? I, don't, I know. don't know. Still, yeah. Okay, so October two thousand six. This guy, Nathan Smith. Speaking of generic names, mm-hmm. he's thirty eight years old. He lives in L A. He's you know doing it all. He's like a musician. He's made a couple like low budget films. What he, restaurant does he work yeah, at? Yeah, exactly. He mm-hmm. he's doing that whole LA thing. Yes, yeah,
0: he's still on my couch. And
1: yeah. Him and his friend Catherine, they go to Barnes and Nobles together. Or they walk borders in, or Barnes and Noble's. I can't remember. They walk in and immediately need to poop yes yeah. that there's is a my f- favorite thing to do at barnes there is not a, always poop it's, but just a, the bathroom. it's a psychological there is so nice. response actual like yeah. reason for it someone did research on really? that yeah there it's is like a every reason. time i'm like i just need yeah to like your brain chemicals are like this smell makes me is
0: it because we read and poop at the same time
1: i they think it's something it's about the pages and the paper and something like that. anyways that's not what we're talking about right now what? That's your next story. That and it, yeah, right. Change your shit. <laughs> I think it's just too follow sentences. up with it. Yes. Yeah, so they they're like, "What's up, Borders?" And you know, they're kind of poor, so they're looking in the clearance section. Which honestly, mm-hmm. everything at Borders is fucking expensive. So they don't have a half price. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not in L.A. in two thousand six. <laughs> so he finds this book called "Lost Treasures of American History." Mm-hmm. And he's looking through it, and uh, it's a bunch of different legends about two dozen, about forgotten mines, shipwrecks, hidden gold, all the fun stuff, right? Like, I'd look at this book. Cool. And Nathan is like, this is our fucking golden ticket, Catherine. Like, let's go looking for treasure and stuff. And really she's, like, got a lot going she's like, she's huh? like, I don't know. Yeah, you know, like, what else are you gonna do? She's like, sure, buy your your treasure book what we'll year look was this at it again? 2006 okay so they buy this book they walk next door to a nearby internet cafe it <laughs> is 2006 <laughs> they rent accounts. a computer yep. <laughs> they go to google earth which was probably just like very uh, you can low still poly, do it but low yeah. quality v- maps from above right aerial views and On a whim, he decides to investigate this shipwreck that he had found in the book that occurred near a town called Refugio, which, hey, happens to be right by Corpus Christi. Oh. According to the book, in 1822, a Spanish ship laden with gold and silver encounters a hurricane along the Texas Gulf Coast. To avoid sinking, the captain navigates the vessel into Copano Bay, which is close to Rockport, okay. and you know how so if you're familiar with the texas coast like port aransas and padre and stuff they're on like that little sliver of mm-hmm. island like a long sliver of island and then there's water and then there's the actual like mainland. the rest of texas mainland and so basically the boat goes behind the padre island and into the bays and like little channels Is that considered a there. bay There are bays back there, but it's not all a bay. That's Mm. not, like, how it works. So, But he navigates, the ship supposedly navigates into Copano Bay and sails through it to the adjoining Mission River. In the river, it runs aground in some tributary. And the crew allegedly is surrounded and slaughtered by the Karankawa Indians, Who, how, how big is
0: this boat? They were some
1: of them. So the boat is, it's called, Um, I'll get to it. It's like Brigadine, but it's not quite. It's like a little different. Supposedly, it's a three-masted boat. So like f- 10 skidoos. Roughly 10. Yeah, I think 10 skidoos, okay. maybe, with like big kites. Kind of small to me. Okay. Yeah. It's not the biggest ship. Like three masts isn't huge, huge, but definitely very pirate shippy. Mm-hmm. Mm. In a ski-do for him.
2: I just see a bunch of pirates with wraparound sunglasses. Yes. And fishing mm-hmm. shirts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is the Texas Gulf Coast. Co- yeah. They're salt maybe. life. Yes. They're salt-lifing it up. Yes. Yeah.
1: So the lumber <laughs> is... The lumber and iron from this wrecked ship is supposedly taken off by the natives and other settlers in the area, they built houses and stuff out of it, but no one ever found the treasure that was on board. And so supposedly somewhere near this tributary or creek, there's a layer of prairie soil and underneath it lies one of the greatest lost treasures in the history of the United States. Experts suggest it may be worth hundreds of millions of dollars, and Nathan is like, Google Earth on my rented computer in an internet cafe. He's like, Holy shit, I found it on, on Google, Google Earth. Earth. Like, look at this. It's in the near ish this area. And on Google Earth, it looks like this basically shoe print from above and yeah. some type of. But how would he know? Creek. Because there's like shipwrecks all the time. So, right. But. Him and Catherine are like, we're smart. Fuck it. You know, we're we're starving artists in LA. Let's go. And they end up driving 1500 miles all the way from LA to Texas in their treasure car, which was an old Thunderbird. And this sounds stupid, right? Yeah. Most, I mean, I would be like, I don't know about this. Mm. Yeah.
2: It seems like it seems like a fun adventure that you sure. can go on that probably won't result in anything. Sure, yeah, yes. sure, why not? And he's like, get someone to cover your shifts at the the chicken shack yeah, that you work sure, at. Exactly. Cancel the one gig that nobody's going to, anyways. Yes. Get on the Nothing road. Nothing against a chicken shack. Nothing though. against having a gig that I mean, nobody goes to either.
1: <laughs> well, I've been there. <laughs> His so they get to. Texas so the way Nathan thinks he's found this on Google Earth is so other people had known about this shipwreck of you know it's in a book like it's not a fully unknown tale and Nathan is studying this you know picture he found online and he noticed that the creek that it supposed or there's a creek that didn't connect to the Mission River like the book said. So he goes back onto the internet and pulls up Damn. some early maps of Texas, looking around 1851 at Refugio, Gio, however you say it, R e f u g i o, Refugio, yeah, County, and he spots Refugio? something. Would it be a, huh? Refugio? No, I don't think so. This seems this feels more Italian to me. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. He spots Mellon Creek, which is 20 miles away from that space where it kind of supposedly landed. And at the time that creek did connect. Mm. So it wasn't just isolated. And he's like, this is how I fucking know this is. Hunts down Mellon Creek and he's. There's a right turn in it and then a sudden left turn in the creek. And that's where he spots this shape. And he's convinced, we got to go to Texas right now. And so they're on their way. It's October 2006. Nathan is like, Give me the map. And she's like, I accidentally left it in LA. And he's like, That's fine. We'll figure it out on our own. I know this. So they go, (laughs) they find the Mission River. They go on a hike in the general direction of where he thought the creek was. They step in the river. They swim a little bit. They see a couple large shapes and they're like, oh my God, it's fucking alligators, which could be. Yeah. This is at nighttime when they get there. And so they decide, okay, we're going to wait until daybreak. They bar in the morning, they borrow an abandoned boat they find on a bank. Hmm. They row up the river and. that's, i'm
0: sorry that's yes. like the worst choice you can possibly make because it's a boat person in a swamp
1: mm-hmm. and you have
0: taken half of who they are yes and they are not
1: it's, usually
0: forgiving
1: people it's dangerous yeah. um also like if it had been abandoned i can only imagine how many snakes were <clears throat> living up in there or under it it's the snake's boat now it's the snake's boat yeah living in the snake's boat now, um, yes, they row up the river, they turn into Mellon Creek, and then they turn into a smaller tributary and finally reach Mellon Lake. They see no signs of life aside from a bunch of fucking snakes and, you know, creepy hanging trees, that fun southern yeah. feel. Darkness. Right. Um, there's no houses anywhere and he's trying to remember the map and he's walking through like marshy water and like tall grass which still I'm like snakes, snakes, snakes. Mm-hmm. I just um, with the map, I just have it in my head that they pulled out of the
2: driveway, they got to the end of the street and she said oh I forgot the map and he goes we've gone too far. Yeah. keep <laughs> going. Yeah, we gotta mm-hmm. go. Yeah.
1: He comes upon this muddy area with no vegetation around it and Nathan is like this is it because old rotting boats have this thing called creosote. It's like mixture mm-hmm. of chemicals and stuff that makes this kind of carbony-looking dirt mm-hmm. where stuff can't grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "This is fucking it, Catherine. Get your ass over here." And she was like, "Don't touch me like, like that." It's two thousand six. They had brought metal detectors and stuff with them and metal detectors are going off. He's like, oh, my God. So Nathan is like, we got to find out who owns this land by the lake. I'm going to call the sheriff. And he calls a guy named Sheriff T. Michael O'Connor. So who are the O'Connors?
0: Is that like Port O'Connor?
1: Possibly. Yes. Is that I assume that's a. Texas coast. I just said the something I i uh, <laughs> to oh. mind. My... <laughs> I'll, I'll Google it. So the owners of this property happen to be members of the O'Connor family. One of the most powerful families in South Texas. Yeah.
2: yeah Port O'Connor. OK. Be that.
1: <laughs> in South Texas. So Thomas O'Connor came to Texas from Ireland and In 1834 and was reputed to be the state's richest man when he died in 1887. He had accumulated over 500,000 acres and had over 100,000 head of cattle. In 1933, his heirs become even richer when a wildcatter named Hugh Cullen. Wildcatter? I thought you would know that word Hmm. because it's an oil term for dudes Hmm. who go and prospect for oil. Oh. So I
0: wasn't around in the 30s,
1: yeah. You know, he's a (laughs) wildcat.
2: I thought it was like he caught caught wildcats, like the Navajo state wildcatter. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
1: no, it's just an oil dude. So they find oil, lots of it on the O'Connor family land. And guess what? Even more ongoing money, Texas tea, yeah, Texas tea dollars, royalties. The O'Connor family was and still is super crazy rich and so when he calls up the sheriff he's like oh, oh oh sorry so he calls up the sheriff T. Michael O'Connor and he said and the sheriff is like he kept telling me quote take heed Texans don't take kindly to people trespassing on their property you did not say that mm-hmm. country enough take I mean hey take heed uh, we don't like take it when heed. you're on our land. Texans yeah. don't take kindly yeah. to people trespassing on their property. And Nathan said, I tried to be as nice as I could. And I said, You take heed. That's not, that's not, not a, nice. That's not nice. You say, Okay, sir. So. And that, yeah, yeah. you don't. Heed anyone that he's from around these parts. Yeah. Also, like I would. You can't heed a heed. Yeah. You can't meet a heed with a heed. I heeded
2: you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: So there, Nathan and Catherine tried to say something. Now the O'Connor family is kind of tipped off. Also, they this is on their land yep. for sure. Also, yep. they ain't from around from here, and they aren't. You get, get your asses back to California. Californians from like it's so classic, like yes. city slickers or something, right? Yeah, come so, California, raising rent prices and stealing yes. our gold. Right? Nathan is not. He's like whatever. There's gold and silver out in them there creeks. And He's uh, like,
0: whatever, I'm going to the mall. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm gonna be in the set. Su- like yeah. Anyways, we have no concept Despite of what people in California do. Having like you know the their, they go to the mall. I'm gonna they surf they, this bay. They they, they, <laughs> they bleach their hair and tan. I'm gonna and drive on the 105. You know he
2: whipped out his guitar and played Wonderwall. Oh for oh, sure. Oh yeah. So
1: today, today, like an accent. Mm-hmm. Despite their. Metal detectors going off. They hadn't like actually dug anything up. They have no proof. And Nathan is like, well, I still want to have a legal claim to this potential shipwreck that I found. So he files a lawsuit dramatically named Nathan Smith versus the abandoned vessel in which he sought title to the ship he claimed to have found and ask for an order preventing anyone from trying to stop his recovery efforts. He then applies for a permit from the U.S. Army Corps of Engineer, is it Corps? Corps. Corps. Yeah. Corps U.S. Army Corps of Engineer to excavate the site. There is I no, co- so do you run the legality? Like what ground do you have to
2: also, what come other- here from California
1: yeah find some lake and be like i own part of what's in here well
2: there is a certain amount of discovery so there so there is so i feel like it's kind of like a patent maybe melon
1: so melon lake is most certainly located inside the o'connor family land but maritime law states that if someone in a boat can get to a lake through the rivers and creeks that feed into it it is considered publicly navigable Ooh, what the f- <laughs> and no, what that
2: tracks that makes sense because then you can't have water rights to something that feeds to public land
1: well and you can't just like accidentally float into somebody's property property and then be like get off my property and you'd be like well actually i got here from a lake so fuck you. You can still tell him to get off. Your yeah. Car. Yeah. They definitely still do you, it. Like, try to catch Take me. Decades, but you also away. think about like, this is marshy wetlands. What uh, so a lake? what about an adjoining lake that sometimes fills up with water and rain and it gets, you know, fuller at certain times. Does that still count? I feel like maritime And those, in general. it is. It's interesting. Those are also considered <laughs> navigable which is I as guess that's say, the key word is is it navigable, n- is it navigable yeah. in a By boat, a boat yeah. yeah and that's no different from like you how you the Rio Grande can you know get down to a trickle and then it floods and then it's back to its normal glory uh, so they held a trial judge Hitner, a non-jury trial in December 2008 to gauge the merits of Nathan's claim the property belonged to Marie O'Connor Sorensen who is one of the families like great grandmas who had died early earlier that year and the execute the executor of her estate was her daughter and she's rich she lives in san antonio she's like i can't even believe i have to fucking come to this stupid trial she was so unhappy she had to attend that she refused to shake hands with nathan nathan who showed up wearing a striped suit shirt and striped tie so looking like a crazy person like vertical stripes though i don't know because it does sound super uh beetlejuice i'm kind of into it i mean it's cool maybe I don't know. It seems assholey to it me. It sounds fuckboyish. boy. Yeah. Like I yeah. don't like it. So <laughs> O'Connor testifies that there is no ship anywhere near Mellon Lake or Mellon Creek. She said that according to local history, a house had been built from the wood and iron of a lost ship, but it was on a ranch that was miles away from their ranch. And Nathan took the stand and Walker. So the O'Connor's attorney asks him a bunch of sarcastic questions about his inability to make money from music and films. And is that why you're out here hunting for treasure? And rules. When That's very funny. then the attorney asks Nathan to talk about other treasure hunting expeditions he had undertaken. And without the slightest hesitation, Nathan declared that he had also found Jesse James's buried treasure on Google earth as well. He explained that he had not gone to look for it yet because he thinks there's a death trap there in the form of a giant teetering rock just outside the entrance to the cave where this treasure is buried. So everyone in the courtroom is like, you are delusional. Yeah. And by late April, so April 2007, or yes, Is that right? Probably 2007. I can't remember. No, you already said
2: 2008 is when the trial started. Okay, so
1: April 2009, Judge Hittner issues a ruling, and he's pretty judgy about it. Like, well, that's like neutral, right? Cool, thank you. He didn't give Nathan the title to the vessel like he wanted, but he also refused to prevent Nathan from continuing his efforts to recover the ship. Based on a videotape he watched of Nathan and his lawyer reaching Mellon Lake in an airboat, uh, and after hearing testimony from a fisherman who was also able to get there by boat, the judge is like, this is within the navigable waters of the United States, so the O'Connors can't really stop you from going into the water. And you can't have rights to this area, but you are able to go in there and explore. Mm -hmm. And Nathan is like, fuck yeah, bitch. He wants to complete an archeological survey and attempts to get the image. He wants to like go out there and do this weird MRI like scan over the lake. He talked to the Corps of engineer to bring a small tractor onto a barge to do like a sample dig. And he even contacted the project manager that was responsible for the salvage operations of the Titanic oh. to see if he, you know, like wanted to hook up with what money. That's the thing. Yeah. He ain't got no money. And the O'Connor's are like, uh, that's fine. But just know, like I can only imagine them like getting their. I imagine them as like the Yellowstone people mm-hmm. of like, but in Texas, like, okay, well, we'll get our guys, and they'll just go out there and watch you with big old shotguns yeah. as yeah. you're in the middle of our lake. Um, I'd be so pissed. The state of
2: yeah, if you're the O'Connors.
0: Well, I mean, I don't ever want to be the O'Connors, but like, if somebody's on my land legally digging yeah. and like they're bringing all of this like equipment
1: and shit, like, yep. I don't right. know, right? The state of Texas. Will also be watching. Quote If it turns out a historic shipwreck is under submerged public waters in Texas, a private citizen doesn't have the right to it. Mm. Laws, our Texas laws make no exceptions. Nathan, so that was from the state's attorneys who said that, like, okay, you'll be able to go out there, but if you do find something, then that's like ours. you are not going to get money for it and nathan he
2: probably thinks that he could sue if he did find yeah. something he'd sue nathan's gonna sue yeah
1: so he says that the state attorney were the state attorneys were quote highway robbers and it's like hmm. no bitch you're just trying to lay claims to this stuff right so uh
2: this guy sucks so bad i, I just, just said, don't understand like if you think it's there it's not, so he couldn't have like Gotten to it, dug it out, and then been like, "This is mine." He hasn't even proved that it's there yet, right? He just thinks, it's but it's there. too much of an undertaking okay. to like get some shovels and dig down. Like, it's
0: I'm going to start just making,
2: making statements like
0: that, right? I, th- I don't know. I heard something might be somewhere. I own it.
1: Yeah. I'm going. It's I'm mine.
0: Dig into your backyard.
1: So the state can claim shipwrecks found under state-owned submerged land off of the coast, but Nathan insists that. Antiquities Code does not grant the state the right to every artifact discovered in navigable waters. Nathan feels vindicated. He says, everyone thinks I'm out of my mind. They call me a California gold digger. Well, they're wrong. They know something is down there. They know I've beaten them all to it. And it's time we take a look and see what we've got. He is a California gold digger to me. Yeah. And i do not like him no
0: go on I, I would just like for him to like go into a little bit more depth of how he's not
1: yeah yeah it's that. just in the, s- it.
2: in the same vein though like i'm not on board with him but i also am not gonna side with a wealthy oil sure. baron or right. the attorney general of the state of texas sure so i'm all not for anybody here you that. know who i'm for the ship
1: yeah i'm yeah. mm-hmm. on team, yeah. team ship your team ship I'm team ship or like team two kids finding <gasps> mm-hmm. like a box. Oh, like at a some like point? a Hardy Boys kind yeah. of thing. Is that what Mud yeah.
0: was about?
1: No, I don't. know. I never saw Mud. I didn't
0: either. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, someone let
1: us know. Yeah. Write
2: in, explain the plot of Mud. Mail a Matthew actual McCullin letter. In situation.
1: So, because. Nathan doesn't want to tip off the O'Connors. He is not saying exactly when he'll come back to Texas, but until he returns, he insists that he and Catherine will continue to look other places for more buried treasure. Um, The treasure car broke down for good after so many trips out to Texas to try and do this. And he says, I know people are, I know people are laughing at me, but that's all right. I have found my calling. I'm going to spend my life looking for treasure. And to all those who tell me I'm never going to find anything, I smile politely and say, just wait and see. Except I have tried Googling this guy. Number one, (laughs) his name is Nathan Smith. So he is fucking impossible to find. Mm -hmm. I Googled Nathan's musician, L.A., There's a hundred of them. There's also some country dude. So this guy, I cannot find anything about him. I looked up the film that they were supposedly in called Skeletons in the Closet. It was made for $20,000. So it, uh, you know, I couldn't find it on IMDb. I even Googled that altogether. So if anyone knows anything, I would really love to know if this guy tried to come back. So he didn't even i'm looking at a picture of him yeah he never actually found anything and see and i think that's the part that pisses me off that seems backwards because if he had gone out there and him and Catherine had dug up some gold a coin yeah or a part of any type of proof and then been like now we're gonna call the sheriff now we're gonna go through this process i'd be more inclined to side with them But they didn't. They just went out there and were automatically like mine. It's like that bitchy little kid who like Mm -hmm. coughs on everything and is like, it's mine now. Yeah. And that's what it blows out your can. Anybody doesn't even get anything from it. It's just. Yeah. So as far as I know, nothing ever came of it. It was included in an article like this year, just like a little snippet, but it wasn't updated. It was just the same rehashing of the stuff that happened in 2009. But do you yeah. think he's still
2: treasure hunting?
1: I doubt it. Yeah, I, I bet he it was just a phase. Uh, they started treasure because the car broke down yeah. and they had to go back to L.A. They were like, well, we're going to be doing treasure hunting in L.A. And it's like, OK, good luck with that. But yeah, what sparked all this was I I tried to listen to a few episodes of the podcast Sinisterhood, which is out of Dallas. It's two girls. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Um, they were at they Moon sisters? Tower. I don't. I don't think so. I think they're just friends, but they did a show at Moon Tower this year, mm-hmm. and they talked about Shoal Creek. And apparently, Shoal Creek has some treasure in it. <gasps> Shoal yeah. Creek. Evelyn. Evelyn lives in Shoal Creek, and she'll come and fucking kill you. And there's s- this is family lore. Uh, I'll tell the story of Ev- or Haley can in like two seconds because uh, the Shoal Creek mystery there's two one is that in the 1830s troops from mexico were camped along shoal creek in the area of Pease park and they a mexican general a paymaster and some other soldiers so paymaster is just the guy who pays the soldiers supposedly stole the army payroll which was about three million dollars in gold and buried it but never came back for it so People kept looking for it and of course o. Henry, the writer wrote about it a little which kind of ignited more people going to Shoal Creek and digging giant holes along it near Peace Park that were some of them the size of ox carts in the late 1800s around 18. They would jokingly call it Hole Creek. Hole mm-hmm. Creek. <laughs> more like Hole Creek. A guy named AJ dad Jernigan. Ew. He went Daddy by dad. Jernigan. Apparently everyone, <laughs> daddy Jernigan. everyone not really, sit
2: on daddy lap. <laughs> <ladder. laughs> <laughs> I have a story to tell you about some holes. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. I'm quitting. Daddy I'm quitting.
1: Jernigan um, was a beloved community figure and he was also the county treasurer and he in the 1890s was like, I'm going to skim a little off the top and go buy this map that somebody made yeah. of where the supposed treasure was. He takes $4,000 which would be the equivalent of about $127,000 nowadays and uh is gonna buy this map with it. But the Travis County finds out about it and the county commissioner makes an appointment. He's like, "We're going to come talk to you about this and check the books. We just want to make sure." And like the morning that they were supposed to come, he fucking kills himself. And, man, it was a big scandal. Killing yourself seems real dramatic for that. Like,
2: yeah. I understand that you're going to be in a lot of trouble, but, like, you're probably going to get maybe, like, five years. Yeah. It's a blue collar crime. Yeah. You'll be fine. So, yeah. uh, you just move to a different city. Nope. They he, didn't even have the internet back then. Yeah. You can't
1: get Googled. He offed himself. Ugh, what a And p- the pussy. map was never, like, he never had the map. Did they ever figure out who was selling the map? I don't think so. Oh it God. appears as Whitney. not i'm sorry we i can. have the map it's in our attic oh my god it's very good it's goonies. in mom's attic yeah no it's in my attic <laughs> here actually know you'll have mm. an attic. we do um and then the second shoal creek treasure is confederate troops of course almost the same kind of story confederate troops supposedly buried eighty thousand dollars in gold coins coins um, coins coins that's the second I said coins last night and Karina also. It's how you how are you supposed to say
2: coins? You're putting a Y
1: in it. Yeah, you're. You're like you're, you're putting some coins. emphasis coins. on
0: an I. Coins on the I. Yeah,
2: coins.
1: Coins. Coins. How do you say it? Coins. That's what I'm saying. You're no. taking. You're you're saying like a coins. half. Yeah, you're taking like a half, half step up on it. Yeah, coins. Like, oh, that's a little coins. bit. Uh, now I don't even know what word
2: we're saying. Now. How do you say crayon? Coins.
1: I would never say crayon. I, I say, say crayon. crayon. No, I know. I say crayon. I don't say crown. We should say same crayon. things. that f- acts. Ax- I, I feel the like same. there's
2: certain words that I coin. I'll forget yellow. how I say it. Yellow. You can't yellow. You can say Venezuela. I still can't say Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was good. Though. Venezuela. Because she
2: just said it. If she showed okay. me the word, I would not Venezuela. Try.
1: So coins. <laughs> $80,000 $80, in gold coins. Coins. And uh, doubloons. In order to keep them out of the hands of Union soldiers should they invade Austin, which I don't, I think, don't they think they did. got that close. No, but there weren't a lot of Civil yeah, War battles in Texas. Texas. So. You know, it's the same type of people that live here now yeah. <laughs> who are just psychos. More distance, yeah. Also, not well Supposedly settled. Supposedly, a group of eight men found that treasure in 1927 after digging a 40-foot tunnel over a period of eight months, and they kept telling people that they were. They're like, "There's a bridge getting built," and people were <laughs> like, "That works for me." If
2: you're, if you're wearing a reflective vest and a hard hat and you tell me something i'm, I'm gonna to say me. okay that's yeah. true i, I also like
0: you. you can literally tell austin nights anything because we have a highway that splits for no fucking reason yeah. like of mm-hmm. course there's yeah. a, a bridge going sure. if, if we we're
2: here in crestview and there was construction out there and i what are y'all doing And they're like oh it's a mopac extension i'd go okay yeah i believe you we're putting
1: yeah. we're putting a bridge on this residential street we are me We're doing it. a split level bridge like, Cool. This is this is
2: actually exactly where the uh, Project Connect is gonna go through, Just straight mm-hmm. down this road. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Love
1: okay. It. Okay, cool. Sounds good. I'll I'll get on the train here. Yeah, here's be.
0: the bullet train to LA.
1: Yes. So all these people can go back. It'll, yes. be,
2: it'll be done in fifty years. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Beautiful. Be good for my property. So i so a, a bunch of coins. I, coins. <laughs>
1: coins.
2: Oh, I paid for that in um gold coins. <laughs> Shut up.
1: I did. Uh, A newspaper report from the time said that people found the abandoned 40 foot tunnel. And when they went in there, they, quote, found a box that had possibly held coins. What the fuck does that mean? They were like. There's a box. It had to have had yeah, money in it. It's like a it. shoe box. Yeah, probably. It's like nothing. It doesn't
0: matter with the box. Like any bo- that's So annoying.
1: if you're thinking, Is this, this tunnel still there at Shoal Creek? I don't think. I mean, this was 1927. So I don't know. no. Shoal Creek's flooded many, many times over that. I imagine most tunnels have been washed out. Yeah. And probably any treasures far down Shoal. Like probably in the lake. Because Shoal Creek ends in lady bird lake in the colorado river Mm -hmm. today people though are still very interested in it however do you know that you are not allowed to treasure hunt in parks or any like public lands in the city of austin try to stop me yeah you can't go treasure hunting no thank you even though there is an austin metal detector club which i kind of want to join it's like a bunch of and a bunch i mean there's like eight people in it and they're all old people except for this one pretty hot younger dude who's probably in his 30s and is like totally cute and cave actually did this did this story on Shoal creek <coughs> treasure and they own a little bit of land near Shoal creek K-V and they does? they yeah and they let people the metal detector people go out and look for stuff Aww. it's adorable and they didn't find like you know they found old iron and like pieces to different things and mostly just aluminum cans and trash. Is KV Quita? Yes. Okay. And at the beginning did of it, Quita introduces yes, it she and did. it's like, Queda. love <laughs> you, Quita. Mm-hmm. Local celebrity. Yes. Queen, uh, Queen of Austin. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are those, those are my treasure stories. And if anyone knows what the fuck happened to that Nathan guy, I would love to hear it. Maybe do you I'll think he email himself. I don't know. Like I couldn't find anything. I was like, I'm sure I'll be able to find like a band, and I found one band, but it's definitely it's not his band. Yeah, and it's and you know it was 2006, is and he was 37. Up to your house with? Yeah, I ordered something. Okay. Oh, I was like, Haley, don't say it. <laughs> there it's was Nathan. Nathan. If you Nathan got, ju- ju- if here. this is Juice Land, <laughs> it is Juice land, It's I not know. Juice Land. What is it? It's Daily Juice. Okay. <laughs> there you go i was it's not juice land admittedly i
2: felt a little scandalous getting juice land because the last i heard from juice land is that a lot of their employees were on strike yes However, that was during COVID or beginning yeah of COVID. and it was never fully resolved and right. so me and brandon stopped going to juice land mm-hmm. for a long time mm-hmm. and then i was like i really want fucking juice land so i started looking into it and i found on a reddit a couple of people talking about it within the last like six months mm-hmm. and somebody was like hey I worked for Juiceland I don't work there anymore this is what happened and the they did resolve a bunch of stuff and there were four or five holdouts and they're the ones who had the Instagram account and everybody else
1: Oh, so w- you never had to really stop Juiceland maybe landing. so
2: I, I will say that the shit that Juiceland was doing at the time was fucked up mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. seem to have rectified and the thing about crossing picket lines is that having a having a strike is held by the employees that like vote on that and everyone else said okay we're done we got what we needed out of this but a handful of people did not so it wasn't
0: it's the same thing as like when 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 women like lie about assault or something and then it's like well you've made everyone else look bad
2: right kind of because we're not on the same page yeah we're supposed to be on the same page it's more that the initial demands were met and with any time that you're doing a strike there are going to be things you need to concede and the majority of people were fine conceding those things. Right. And a handful of people were not. And those handful of people were the ones that held onto the social media accounts that continued the strike. Mm, so I went, okay, that's enough so information for me. But yeah, if I'm wrong, so if you're listening to this so and you why. work at Juiceland and you have better inside information and you think I should continue to boycat Juiceland, let me know. Because I do not Juice cross Land. ticket lines when they are valid. Boom. Solidarity
1: forever. Pause. I'm
2: going to get a hot Diet Coke. <laughs>
1: hot Diet Coke. Crush the crust. Next time I'm going to get you pizza that's only crusts. Like you coil it up like a cinnamon bun and it's only crust. Squeaking, chewing, and breathing. Oh my God. Uh, disgusting. Oh okay. Ouch, my ear, it's also fucked up because you haven't had your headphones on for any <laughs> of what you just, hear just put us no, through. You can't, you can't hear any of it. <sighs> okay,
2: <laughs> it's you know, some people love that. That's ASMR.
1: No, yeah. I don't know if that was ASMR, oh, yeah. that was like
2: not your kind of truly
1: upsetting. I, I understand <laughs> that they're <laughs> stuck holy stop shit stop trying is it delicious yeah do you want to try yeah i some. want to try what it what is it which one is it it's she doesn't remember
0: it's from daily juice which i've not i'm not uh, a common
1: uh,
0: that is really good we yeah
1: it. it's like banana-y it's and cinnamon <laughs> yeah it's good <laughs> <laughs> do you order these off yeah, Amazon? are these mine no
2: i got them at like forever 21 or something oh God, so why would i steal cheap gold hoops from me because
1: i like have these
2: exact same ones mm. they came in a pack of like gold do they hurt color. your holes not those how holes. are your holes do um, they hurt your ho- like hole your check holes? everyone <clears throat> mm.
1: that one's good
2: verbose hole mm-hmm.
1: banana-y i think mm, juicy most baby
0: most of my holes are all right okay mm-hmm. right
2: but no they don't i just took them off because the headphones are squishing into yeah. my head so.
1: I, okay okay when she is still my I would sister. just tell you.
2: You <laughs> <laughs> just angrily glaring at each other for a moment.
1: Um, I Lisa? think
0: everybody probably felt that.
1: Yeah, it was palatable. There, I know uh, we should just call this TikTok talk for a sec. TikTok talk. There's a trend right now, though, that's like my sibling and no. most of it's my sister made me do this. Yeah. And it's like. One time, my sister told me that if I didn't give her five dollars, that a Barack Obama would attack me in the middle of the night while I slept. Like weird shit that you do to your siblings, tell their Mm -hmm. sibling. Like, yeah, it's incredible, it's re traumatizing. I love it so much. I love seeing it because yep. I think of all the stuff I used to tell you. Well, like Evelyn, we didn't yeah. tell the story oh, of God. Evelyn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that wasn't us. That yeah, was that was our grandma. Our older cut. No, Amy and Lacey made up Evelyn.
2: I thought grandma made up Evelyn. Grandma
1: didn't make up Evelyn. Could
2: you you say it as if Grandma Ozzy wouldn't do something okay. like that? And she absolutely Evelyn,
1: <laughs> the story of Evelyn, and I, don't, I feel like we've told this before, but the story of Evelyn is that <laughs> so every... <laughs> Christmas or Thanksgiving we would go to my grandma Ozzy's house for the holiday right Mm -hmm. and Ozzy's house was on Shell Creek tie-in right there right Mm -hmm. Uh, so (laughs) we always thought the water tasted weird at grandma Ozzy's house and Amy and Lacey told us it's because of Evelyn and Evelyn was their third sister who Grandma Ozzy got mad at one time and murdered, drowned oh Evelyn in the God. creek behind her house. And so every holiday, Evelyn wakes or comes to the house in the morning and wrings her hair out in the water. And that's why the water tastes gross. That is.
2: <laughs> and also, if you went down to the creek by yourself, Evelyn would come and grab you. You could see Evelyn.
1: Like- She'd pull you
2: into the water and drown you. <laughs>
0: what, What do these women do now? for a living one, one is, is a lawyer. lawyer and the
1: other owns her own like importing business for like organic baby and they formula. both have 17 children they each have five kids yeah. but they're both very well off and successful yeah and it's because evelyn had it's, to die for yeah it. She yeah did. <laughs> grandma it's just, like
2: that's uh, that's a very smart and creative way to keep us away from the water as well, well and they would do the thing where they the would details. like they would also do a beetlejuice situation with evelyn yes where if you said her name too many times then they would pretend they would they're possessed by possessed. evelyn and they would do like evelyn. the <laughs> yeah. it was really terrifying uh evelyn yeah i just it's it's what still in think? our Didn't brain lacy almost name one of her children evelyn too did she She did i swear when she was pregnant I know she's got an evie she does if is that short for evelyn if it's i'm so sorry i'm not gonna pretend like i know any of the children's names okay i know one of them there are 10 i Whitney can do this. I know Addie, Addie.
1: B- <laughs> <Brett>. <laughs> See, I know Amy's better than yeah. Lacey. Jack e. <laughs> Fuck. What are the other boys? Do not look at me. Like I know. And girls. I don't know. That's all I got for now. <laughs> Shit. Damn. Should we say all of their names on the no? Like, we I'll, I'll just beep, 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 and beep. then or I'll make ah. up other noises. Just yeah. make
2: up a, like insert names like clerm <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll just cut Fr- that Fartin. I'll just <laughs> Say five other names And I'll just Frappy Smarnin Turg Klerm. Crunt That's my favorite Crunt <laughs> <laughs> And I'll just paste <laughs> jerk I can't look at so I do this with Brandon all the time where I can't
2: remember someone's name so I just make them up and they're always things like that Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I can't even
1: say anything I'm gonna end it with one of my favorite made up names from me and Brad and Garrett it's Danuary (laughs) charge
2: you had gen- what was it January <laughs> <laughs> Whitney is like crying, crying full tears oh my god it's
1: January, like it's January March but yeah. Danuary Jarch <laughs> I can't oh my god You've cried for so I've many cried reasons. A lot this episode.
2: <laughs> I can't have so much eye makeup on right now. Like, I, I can't cry it off. When
1: I went to the bathroom, I was like, oh, I look <sighs> fucking tired. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'm delirious. <laughs> and that it's might be just it. Really fucking me up. Bronda? <laughs> Bronda. Bron- <Bronza. laughs> it's really because it's like
2: you're making up a name that somebody who doesn't speak English, <laughs> like, <laughs> like if an yes. alien yes. vaguely knew the tonal. Aspects of our language. <laughs> like <laughs> Clerm, Dorna. <Yeah. laughs> Danuary. Michael Fee. Yes. Crunt <laughs> is Crunt is I really good. Jerk. <laughs>
0: uh Flirm.
2: Trimpe. Yeah. That's a fancy one. It's mm-hmm. a French one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, who's gonna go next? Um, was yours happy or sad? It's fine. It's
1: informative. Oh, does that mean yours is sad? No,
2: mine's mine's uh, kind of infuriating. Okay.
1: Uh, we'll 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 do mine. Okay. Yeah. And ben. Lisa's gone last a lot recently, okay. so yeah. Let's, I'm just let's switch see. it up.
2: Stuck kay. in the middle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this time. King Pedro the First of Portugal and his Queen Inez de Castro is who we will be talking about this brunch. Mm. Brunch also
2: sounds like a made-up Yeah, thing. this is my son Brunch, Brunch, and his girlfriend Klarna.
1: <laughs> Turnch. <laughs> I don't, it's all single syllable, so, like, but with a ch or an er or a yeah. n in it. Yeah. Yeah, or a nice k sound. Porn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Porn. <laughs> por- <laughs> por- <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny either. It's so dumb. <laughs> <Pork>. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm crying. This okay. is stupid. Okay. We'll, let's
2: hear about this king queen. Yeah. Queen so
1: we'll try, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> try not to think of anything. Okay. Learn. <laughs>
2: okay. It I'm doesn't It's not. We're done. Yeah, no, we're good.
0: Uh, So uh, we're going to tell their story It's a familiar love story But it's kind of darker than you would normally hear Um, It's one of the most frequently adapted Historical stories of all time Um, It's also inspired many artists Including a uh,
1: Paula Rego (laughs) I was just thinking about how Paula Rego I was just thinking about how I'm probably going to name this episode Porn (laughs) (laughs) Porn Brought to you by pork. Yeah, we should pork products. It's like Malk from The Simpsons, like a spam kind of thing. thing. Pork, Malk, Bort. Yeah, yeah. Bort is the original. It's like
2: half ham, half acorns.
1: Have you had your serving of pork Pork. yet? It's healthy and nutritious, and tastes delicious. Mm.
0: Pork okay sorry ham corns is gonna be in my yeah. ham corns.
2: that sounds like a foot disease I it's got ham corns I can't walk this is just clork bring me my ointment
0: Grumble.
2: I need to know how much of this you're gonna cut out cause it's just it's us yelling words
1: I'm gonna I'll cut like half of it and just tack it onto the end we're
0: going to tell the love story of King Pedro I of Portugal yes, and his are. queen, Inez de Castro. I'm sorry. Those names are boring. Um, Only and comparatively. Real. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is a familiar love story, but it gets a little bit darker than you would think. I love it. Uh, it's one of the most frequently adapted historical stories. It's also quite... Uh, Clearly apparent in quite a bit of art, and it's inspired many artists, including Paula Rego. I feel like it's maybe Paula, but it is a U. So okay. Paula Rego or Rego or Rejo, I don't know. I feel now. I feel terrible. We're not
2: names, people here. Not at all. Not at
0: all. No. In 2014, she <laughs> did a painting of Inez de Castro. It's commissioned for women's art collection at Cambridge, women's only. Uh, murray edwards college i love it when a women's only college is named after a man this collection though uh, is the largest of women's art across europe it has over 600 artworks that are all women's artwork if you're interested so the story of pedro and inez in 1440 and this is uh the, uh, a Portuguese historian wrote this account. It's considered the most accurate of the accounts of Pedro I and Inez de Castro. In 1340, Prince Pedro I falls in love with his wife's lady-in-waiting, Inez, and her father's a Spanish nobleman. Pedro's father, though, Portuguese King Alfonso IV, is not too happy yeah. about this. Mm-mm. So she is exiled bummer rude after pedro's wife dies Inés returns she moves in and they have four kids convenient little wife death there Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. there's a lot that i want to know more about especially about her end of things (laughs) so then alfonso his dad again not happy about it so in 1355 He's like, um, she's a political risk, and he has her killed. Ooh, uh oh. Oh, Mm -hmm. well, by it it happens. It sometimes, yeah. I mean, sometimes when people are a political risk, they may be. Yep. Killed. They may be killed. So she's buried in the city of. Coimbra in Portugal, Pedro is like, okay, fuck you, dad. And he starts a revolution. Nice. He's, yes. And then this leads to a civil war. Revolutions. Great. Something to maybe look into. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Pedro then takes the crown after Alfonso's death in 1357. He tracks down Inez's assassins and then rips their hearts out.
2: Hot. This is the most romantic thing I've yes. ever heard in my entire life. I
0: know. Yeah. And then Pedro is like, nope, she's still going to be my queen, even in death. Fuck this. He crafts uh, grand tombs for both of them in the city of Alabaxia, the monastery there. That was a a disturbing attempt at Portuguese. In 1360, it's five years after she was killed, he digs her up and there's a procession from uh, Coimbra to... (laughs) alabakhia and she is royally entombed and then this way he can eventually rest next to her sweet nice so that's the most accurate account so from this that was 1400s you said 1440 so 100 years after (coughs) uh, after this started Mm. this actual story started that's when it was written okay Mm
2: -hmm. it's pretty Soon after for, like, a legend.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 Haley, you were saying this is the most romantic thing you've ever heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's true for a lot of artists and writers and everything. So we're already, this is a pretty, you know, it's kind of a dark story. To, yeah. To, to take this woman on a procession and her five-year-old dead corpse mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then as we start getting into like the mythos of it it's it gets quite a bit darker left and right so it extends the ending to really focus on the crowning of the dead queen and that's kind of a trend in a lot of what was what this inspired so um there's a spanish playwright jeronimo bermudas and he wrote Nice la Reada in 1577 and he adds this corpse coronation like celebration and so this kind of from then on that kind of became a little bit of a focus in the art that that mm-hmm. came from it <clears throat> corpse coronation sounds like a metal band i would go see that yeah. band and i would wear probably all of their shirts yeah, i sounds, bet those shirts I are love fucking that. cool yeah. from then on the the scene kind of becomes a mad king who's insisting that his lover's rotting body be dressed in coronation robes propped up on mm-hmm. the throne we've got noblemen coming to kiss her paper falling apart hand Ew, uh, like maggot eyeballs oh a hundred percent it's very weakened at burnings mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah we'll actually get to a sexy part Ooh, <laughs> in oh, a minute no. and so if you look at paula rego's painting it's it also kind of shows this you know her kind of propped up and, and a nobleman kissing her her hand so This is a quote from the curator of the Women's Art Collection. Paula is so interested in instances of violence against women, and it's a very tragic and visceral example of that. But also she's interested in folk fables or folklore and fables. So there's that element as well. The story of Inez lends itself to a very striking imagery. You can't walk by a skeleton in a regal dress without stopping and thinking what's going on there. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of calling out like this bitch was murdered. Yeah. So the macabre fascination of the, the corpse kind of drives most of the interest in Inez. But there are. Far more themes to mine here. We've got love and devotion, innocence and injustice, politics and war, madness and obsession, death and grief, femininity, masculinity. Like there's just a lot for interpretation for art. Like you can pull a lot out of it. So there's a lot of freedom for artist interpretation. So the story is incredibly famous and foundational in Portugal. Have y'all ever heard of this? No. Right. So school children are introduced to it around fourth and fifth grade. They do school plays. I mean, it's well, we like do Romeo and Juliet. And Juliet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: I'm Fuck, so that's that's a happy you've <laughs> said that.
0: Portuguese teens relearn when they studied the uh, the poet. Ugh. I don't know what to do with an O with a tilde. You know? I never know. Ooh? Oi?
2: I took German. Oi? Yeah, I don't know. an umlaut, would be uh?
0: Camões? Yeah, go for it. He's a Portuguese poet. 1572, he writes an epic poem called Os Lusiadas. Camões is a hugely, he's hugely responsible for making the story an iconic representation of Portugal, right? Because he's one of Portugal's top poets, so people are, are reading his work quite a bit. Also, this specific epic poem was translated, and that made it easier to start spreading this outside of Portugal.
2: Is that's what's like taught in schools? Yes. Because when I think about like Shakespeare, it's like Romeo and Juliet is used as a way in which to learn Shakespeare. Yes. You know what I mean? So, Damn yeah, it. it's, yeah, this is kind
0: yeah. of a. Here's all of these different ways to like kind of it's like weed, like here's okay. your here's your gateway, <laughs> okay, sure <laughs> sure story yeah you know. to get you into other poetry. Yep. So this is you know obviously this is lesser known in the English speaking countries, but the reach is huge. A recent academic work about Inez has a bibliography citing five thousand five hundred and thirty one works about her. Dang. There is a persistent and consistent regularity of fictionalizations so of plays poem mm-hmm. you know the earliest portuguese play castro recently revived uh, as a modern day version and so they new set design just updated to today times this place was written in 1556 so quite a bit different the same theater also staged castro criolla which had turned the story of pedro and inez into a lesbian love affair uh-huh. so they are yeah we're we're seeing a lot of different ways to interpret the 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 story some versions of the story lighten it up a bit first seen in 1637 there was a spanish playwright who speeds up from death to corpse coronation uh to 24 hours rather than five years why you ask sexier corpse Mm. yeah or that's the real
1: weekend at bernie's Mm -hmm.
0: through the 17th and 18th centuries the story continues to make its way through europe 20th century it pops up in ezra pound's cantos It hit the big screen it's got three films about it and a tv series all in portuguese most recent was a 2018 film Pedro e Ines, based on a book from 2001 called Tranca de Inez. This book imagined a contemporary Pedro in a psychiatric unit, unable to distinguish between memories from three different time periods. The book and the film flash between the classic medieval versions of Pedro and Inez' story, An updated contemporary version and a third set in a futuristic post climate catastrophe world. Cloud of (laughs) Atlas. The director of the film, he was from Coimbra, so he was already like kind of bored with the story. It's everywhere. They've got Mm -hmm. so much of it. And so he read this book and he's like, Oh shit, that's a whole different take. Like there's so many different ways to look at this. And so we got excited again. For Portuguese audiences, the story is very similarly seen to Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. And how many times in ways that it's kind of like riffed on or what it inspires. Example is a children's book told from Oh, another way that it's kind of riffed on is a children's book it's told from the viewpoint of their dogs so they had a mastiff and a whippet and then the those pets were so loved they're like carved on their tombs Aww. i would read any children's book that's from a dog's perspective yep. and then why people like why don't we know the story why don't why isn't it more well known well because of romeo and juliet yeah. is one theory right. and and it's because it's compared to it and and there's just far more awareness around romeo and juliet it was written in english mm. way before so mm adaptations have been done more and more, but plots have meandered as artistic freedom continues to grow as it should. But so, you know, the, the origins of the story sometimes get lost. And then you're like, is this even based on this? I don't know, Mm -hmm. but they've done things like, Oh, now we are, uh, this story is in pirate times, which I think would be so fun. And then sometimes they focus on the perils of female jealousy and rivalry and then how women are used as pawns and a lot of people you know it's thought that by a sum that that there's a decent amount of feminist versions that are focused on her story or focused on like you know what did happen mm. w- when she left was she like more intricately woven into this story of this civil war of this revolution mm-hmm. of the you know and so there's there's some of those but most of it has been has focused on Pedro at the center so you know it's how he declares civil war how he tortures the assassins how he takes Inez from her resting place Mm. like all of these kind of darker steps then I don't think her wrong, and then she's kind of described as someone who's beautiful but does nothing really. Mm. That said, the interpretations seem to be shifting. Uh, recently, we're we're seeing things like she was an agile spy and like she was a powerful player and lover to this king uh, or
2: prince. Um, I mean, threatened enough to be assassinated. Fucking right. yeah! Like That's I feel dope. like you don't hear as much about women being assassinated. Yeah. In that time period
1: we need yeah. more women to be, be assassinated, assassinated is yeah. what you're saying sure yeah. sure
0: I, I don't know it's not too much to ask but going back to rego's painting which i will uh show you all in a second uh it's it's a feminist version uh, this is a quote it, it shows rego's feminist vision of the world in which women are dominant or not subservient at least she talks a lot about subverting hierarchies, and in that painting, Inez is very much the main character. She dominates the composition, even though she's a corpse. So they're changing the narrative. It's getting, hopefully, out there a little bit more, but that is the story of the corpse coronation.
1: Of
2: corpse few- coronation. Enos de Castro. i've already looked up the picture too when he did also uh, the, yeah. this one yeah. yeah yeah
1: and if you google it's corpse coronation cool. it pops up i googled
2: it too so i was like is that already been there it's pretty cool it's pretty
1: your turn hooty yep. hoo.
2: sorry all right let's talk about somebody who also got sick in february 1994 janice trahan a nurse and mother of two living in lafayette louisiana <sighs> went to the doctor as she had been feeling unwell for A month or so. Sorry, what year was this? I'm sorry. 1994. The doctor noted her lymph nodes were swollen and also she. the doctor also noticed that Janice had lost weight since she last saw her. So they assumed that she had some type of viral infection so the doctor ordered a blood panel. When Janice's blood panel came back it revealed two important details about Janice's health. First, she was pregnant and two, she had HIV. What Uh a combo loco. (laughs) Jesus. Yep. So Janice was shocked at the diagnosis, but she also had an idea of where she may have contracted the virus.
0: Did she, which virus? <laughs>
2: well, the child. I think it's more of a parasite. Yeah, that's a parasite. Um, anyways, so she she believed that her ex-boyfriend intentionally infected her with HIV after she attempted to leave him. So she went to the police and they were initially dismissive because how does one prove that an HIV positive person has intentionally infected their lover with the disease and, and it didn't just happen within the act of consensual sex? Well, the thing is, Janice said that her ex wasn't HIV positive and the mode in which she was infected through was not through sexual contact, but instead that her ex-boyfriend, Dr. Richard Schmidt, obtained hiv positive blood from one of his own patients and injected her with it (gasps) under the guise of being a regularly administered b12 shot jesus
1: oh no dick schmidt what a
2: dick yeah yeah um the cops were obviously skeptical but they began began an investigation into richard so richard and janice first met in the 1980s while working at the same hospital in lafayette and initially, their relationship was just professional, even though they were pretty immediately attracted to each other. Um, Janice had just graduated nursing school and started at the same hospital as him, and they immediately had a connection. However, both Janice and Richard were married with children at the time, so it seemed like whatever potential romance could be there mm-hmm. would be off limits. However, it that always <laughs> seems that way. It always seems <laughs> that way. However, that didn't end up stopping them from starting what would end up being a 10-year-long affair. During the time, both of them had promised to leave their spouses for one another. Um, And Janice actually ended up doing so. But Richard, even though he continued to claim that he was going to divorce his wife over the long affair, never actually did. Though him and Janice kept dating. (laughs) So Janice continued to see Richard she ended up even ha- having a child with him in 1991 mm. of rich of which richard refused to allow his last name on the birth certificate though he did pay child support for this kid this actually another up- combo loco yeah. this guy <laughs>
1: do not like him this
2: would actually end up this child that she had was her fifth pregnancy that janice had had with richard and the four others re- resulted in abortions As pressured by Richard as to not ruin his reputation. It is also. See that?
0: Honestly, honestly, that's gonna be the thing that stops men. It's gonna be the thing that they're like, okay, we're gonna find a way to have abortions, kind of. Yeah. Because of this kind of shit. Yep.
2: So it's also, and this is through like interviews and other like hearsay, I don't know if it's ever proven, but like Richard refused to wear condoms (sighs) and Janice, with like a lot of women. Birth control can it doesn't have up. a great effect yeah. on her. So she. Oh, um, well, yeah, I can't take it. Yeah. She's so like,
1: pull out method.
2: Yeah. And, you know, we did find out earlier in the, st- the beginning, at the top of the story, that she found out she was pregnant and had HIV at the same time, and she decided to terminate right. her pregnancy because of that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Because um, you do pass that, right? You can. Yeah. Yes. Because you share a blood supply, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's 100% every single time, but yeah. it's, it's, it's more it's likely than other things, I think. Yeah. So they have a kid. He's a piece of shit about it, but he at least pays child support. Janice at this point finally gives him the ultimatum of either you leave your wife or you are we're done. He still refused to leave his wife. So Janice is like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm moving on. She tries to move on her life. She starts dating. But Richard didn't like that because he wanted it both ways. He didn't want to have to leave his wife and he did not mm-hmm. want Janice dating anybody else. Richard began to blackmail her <laughs> with... with revenge porn like sexually explicit photos that she had he had of her and whenever janice would go on dates he would stalk and intimidate the men that she's dating and threaten to kill them threaten to kill her try to ruin their reputations and at one point richard made the statement if you leave me i'll fix you i'll fix it so no man will ever want you (gasps) Ugh God. Yeah. So in Disgusting. addition to them being romantically involved with each other, Richard was also Janice's primary care doctor during their relationship. Even when they were going through ups and downs, even after they oh, had broken I up. I hate them. Yeah. They are obviously very toxic for each other in like a, a, a big way. <laughs> like big time. So, <laughs> big toxic. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Janice suffered from fatigue. She was a nurse. She was a single parent now to two children. Richard would give her B12 shots to help with the fatigue. And so he would occasionally come over and give her B12 shots. So, one night on August 4th, 1994, which is a few months after Janice gave Richard the ultimatum and said she was moving on with her life. Mm hmm. Richard called her saying hey I'm coming over right now to give you a b12 shot and she's like it's 10:30 at night and he's like no I have to come over now and she's like whatever so she's like in bed and he shows up and he comes in administers the b12 shot and she remembers how painful the shot was it like burned when it went to her arm which is not usual mm. for the b12 shots that she's gotten before so she kind of made a mental note in her head of this this is weird something's weird Mm -hmm. but she goes on she wakes up the next day her arm is sore she's tired but it like passes so she's like whatever i guess i'm fine but she does mention to other nurses that this weird thing happened so just she kind of like puts it out there to Mm -hmm. other people right don't let him come over yeah (laughs) no shit so Janice relays this whole story about their affair and the B-12 shots and all that to law enforcement. And it's pretty incredible. After all, Richard was a well-respected doctor in Lafayette. I feel like anytime you deal with a doctor in a true crime story, they're always well-respected, right? Right. You're a doctor. You're in a point of power. You're usually helping people, you know?
0: Yeah, it's rare that it's like this disrespected piece of shit shit. doctor
2: was employed. Yeah, exactly. But the story wasn't impossible so they began an investigation right. and first police questioned richard um and he quickly was like no janice is just a slut and she probably picked up hiv from because she like slept around with strange men mm. and i know that because i'm a primary care doctor so i know her sexual history and Fuck you. Better. oh
1: fucking her for 10 years. years yeah God.
2: exactly that obviously not helpful Richard richard's piece of shit so police start the thing that they want to do is put together a timeline to see if they could narrow down the window of potential infection. Right. And they did have that date of August 4th as the proposed date of the crime. And it's interesting that she actually remembered the date because again, she had kind of like announced that this weird thing happened. And when they were trying to get that timeline down, the one thing she did remember was a favorite patient of hers had died that same day. And so they could go through the record Mm -hmm. and see what that person died Mm -hmm. on that same day so they got august 4th as the for sure day that this would have happened Mm -hmm. so what they need to do is they need to show that janice was either infected before or after that date like can can we narrow it down so janice had donated blood a few months before the night in question and that blood was hiv negative so they knew that within a couple months of that she was negative so that kind of helps clinch up the Mm -hmm. timeline a little bit Mm -hmm. and then phone records prove that Richard had called Janice on the night of August 4th as she claimed so that's even more evidence to narrow it down the bigger question is how did Richard obtain HIV infected blood it's not like you can walk into a a blood clinic or a hospital and be like hey yo you got any of that HIV positive Mm -hmm. blood even if you're doing testing and trials like it's Mm -hmm. very tightly controlled on how you can acquire infected blood of any kind um, for those types of purposes. And he wasn't somebody who was like actively performing trials. He wasn't a research doctor or anything like that. So HIV tainted blood is difficult to obtain. Also, it only remains, the virus only remains alive in a sample for about 12 hours outside of the Mm -hmm. body. Mm -hmm. So Richard Mm -hmm. would have to have gotten hold of HIV infected blood and injected Janice on the same day.
1: I have to come here at 10 PM. Exactly. Mm -hmm.
2: So cops, of course, they start digging through Richard's records. And surprisingly, and he, you know, doctors keep pretty intense records. You have to. 1994 would be pre-HIPAA. But nonetheless, like there's, he would have had records of a bunch of different stuff. So they're digging through his main records room. And for some reason, all the files associated with August 4th, 1994 were missing. Oh, that's suspicious. that's crazy. Um, I will say that that sounds suspicious, but I do wonder if you if m- maybe files from January 1st that year, like eh. other things could be missing, yeah. but it is, you know, doesn't show well. That the specific day that they're looking for, all the files are missing. They're about to like kind of like give up and move on from that portion of the investigation until they find that there's like a different storage closet with much older records in it. Mm. And so they start digging in there and they find at the bottom of a file box marked um, 1982, they find a file folder with records from August 1994
0: in it. Mm, that sounds... Yes premeditated Mm -hmm. like at the bottom of Mm -hmm. a full stack yep
2: so the records show a list of blood draws from that day and all of the blood draws have a tag that has a serialized sticker Mm -hmm. next to it because that's what you would submit to the lab so they would be able to track and give you results back and there's one test that does not have a sticker next to it Mm -hmm. but it is a documented blood draw and the name on that test is a guy named Don McLeland so the cops go to Don's house and they say hey is Dr. Richard Smith your primary care physician he's like yeah what's up and he's like they're like do you have HIV and he goes I have AIDS like Uh AIDS and they're like oh okay and so they start talking to Don and Don is like yeah out of the blue about on that date Richard called me to come in to give blood to run a blood panel that day (sighs) they're like, which? Wow. Uh, yeah. So, and I will say, sucks for Don. So Don had to become part of this whole like once he goes yeah. to trial part of it. That sucks. Yeah, yeah and he didn't awful. have any plans to share his own yeah, journey with not. HIV and AIDS, and he was basically made to do so because yeah. of this. So this is also a victim in this yeah. whole process. So your health status is your own and it's private, and you make your own private decisions associated with your health and whatever. It's fine. So that's a lot of really compelling circumstantial evidence that the cop felt like almost had this case totally yeah. in the bag. So, however, at the time in 1994, there hadn't been a way for one person to show if one person infected another person with HIV. Can't see like you can't see blood exactly. Sure. So viruses once they enter your system mutate and change, and there wasn't any testing available to show to if two separate strains in somebody's body came from one another or were related. But this is also the 90s. This is also DNA revolutionizing everything. This is also forensic files. This is when DNA started becoming a legitimate portion of the investigative process. So the cops brought in experts in phylogenics, which is the study of uh, blood and viruses and uh, the DNA associated with. And they used a method of tracing the genetic relationship between two organism organisms so they needed to see if don's hiv strain and janice's hiv strain were likely Mm -hmm. sourced from one another right so when don the scientists tested don's blood and the blood of 32 other hiv positive individuals in the area they blinded it so they didn't know whose was who Mm -hmm. and the only two dna strands that had a near perfect match to each other was janice's and dawn's all Mm -hmm. of them else had enough mutations that they weren't similar and there was a one in a million chance that two separate samples of hiv positive blood would have mutated naturally in the same way right so this basically says these are this would have Mm -hmm. come from one another right So, with all that information, in July of 1996, Richard was charged with attempted murder. The other (laughs) weird thing that happened was during the trial, they discovered that Janice had also contracted hepatitis C around the same time that she contracted HIV. However, Dawn didn't have hepatitis C. So, they went back into Richard's medical (sighs) records. Did he give her two? And detectives discovered a different patient a couple days before had that same blood draw without the serialized number um, <sighs> sticker attached to it. So Don had taken HIV po- and, and hepatitis C last longer uh-huh, as a sample. Right. So that's why they went back a couple of days. Instead he, mi- he mixed together two different types of blood to give her basically oh a my cocktail God. of disease to ruin her for other yes. than, in his own words. Yeah. Real fucked up.
0: Holy shit! Yep. Also, wait—they—they attempted murder.
2: Yeah, attempted. I mean, I
0: worry about that. It is. Yes. I mean, I worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Feels like the defense can fuck around with that too much. Okay. So
2: this case marked the first time in U.S. criminal courts would consider phylogenetic evidence because you can't just create like say this is a science that's trusted, and we're going to use it in court. You have to show that it, it is actually legitimate because we have seen recently certain types of scientific evidence that you would hold up old court cases has been thrown out because it's been shown to be unscientific blood spatter evidence is mm, like kind of not really follicle science. stuff hair follicles yeah. um fibers. fibers anyways so this was very landmark because it was you know the first time that phylogenics was was allowed to be um presented in court as a way in which to convict somebody of right. you know um attempted murder so the court did rule that this type of evidence was admissible. And on October 1998, Richard was convicted of attempted second degree murder. Fuck, fuck you, yes. Richard. and Sentenced to 50 years of hard labor, which is interesting because Louisiana actually has like work camps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They like have a chain game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he went, but he went to sentenced to 50 years. Since then, Richard has appealed several times without success. And in 2015, after serving 17 years of a sentence, he was up he i don't think he was up for parole but he got to the appeals process that he actually had a panel in front of him i don't know how it differs it's different in louisiana than anywhere else but he was unanimously denied denied parole um yeah. by the state of louisiana and the thing is he didn't apologize and he didn't admit guilt and he didn't do any of the things that even people fake to do to try to show right. that they're like Change. No, he's like, I didn't do it, and I don't feel bad if I did do it. And they're like, Okay, well, you're not getting out of prison. (laughs) Well, we don't feel
1: bad for you. So
2: stay in there and ride. And he's such a piece of shit. So, like, (laughs) when they were on trial, when he was on trial, his wife was there and his wife's new girlfriend was there. His her his new girlfriend was there as well. (laughs) Yeah. He's like and and no shame, no anything about it. And his wife's name is Barbara, and he she has stuck with him this entire time.
1: What? Oh ma'am. Babs, you gotta love yourself more than that. Yep. But, mm, you get trapped, right? I don't know. I, mean, I don't do understand you the when mentality. mean, he's been in prison for 17 years. <sighs> I don't know. I don't he don't seems know. very manipulative, yeah. obviously, and probably has some. Threats or like Something, blackmailing yeah. and that type of it, shit. It's a like, pattern. Well, and you there's don't just, kids involved, yes. but you. now they would all be adults as well. Yeah. So I wonder
2: how the kids feel about. Them. Oh my god! I mean, Change my last your name. Your father. Yeah. yeah, he's still in prison. Janice is still alive. Oh shit! Last last time I checked, at least some of these articles are a little bit older, like last five years. But I did go to her Facebook and she has a post from February twi- this year. Yay! Um, trying to raise raise money for a charity kind of thing. So she's alive. She remarried. She's happy. Um, and yeah so that's the story of, I was a piece for sure of shit. she shit Richard Schmidt who's rotting wow. in prison.
1: What a garbage ugh. garbage human. Yeah. Yep. And you think about like yeah the hippocratic oath and it's like he does not nope. give a shit about that or anyone else than himself. No. Like ugh what a I hate that man more than a lot of people. I think I have a long list these days. Like the list of men to hate is strong and long. I will say, yeah, but he and got punishment. No. He's in prison. Yeah. yeah. And Janice Thank gets to God. live her life.
2: And he, the thing is like Janice and she, you can see interviews from her around that time. And she basically said, he's killed me. Yeah. that like, is. And this a, was also yeah. 1994. So, you know, we're post the very early days of HIV and AIDS where it was like an immediate really, death really. sentence. Yeah. 9094 we're not that far we're away not, from it. We're now. really not. And so she's she's still alive. Obviously the drugs out there um for HIV and age are a lot better than they used to be. The stigma associated with it is less, but yeah. obviously still present, you know. Get tested. Yeah. know your she status. That like,
1: poor
0: woman. He took so many steps. Yeah. And so much like
2: the premeditation on it. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And my kind of thought on it is if he gets convicted of attempted murder, when she dies, can he get convicted of murder?
1: Oh if yeah. If she dies if of complications. Complica- yeah. I would think so. Yeah. But like, Absolutely. what's the point? He's
2: he's up for parole, I think next year, but there's, They're I not can't imagine. Go. I mean, I would hope not. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Richard Schmidt. That's insane. If you're listening to this from prison, yeah. come find me for
0: real i'm not afraid of you for real <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll take him down
2: Your yeah.
1: ass out
0: i have a lot i could just take out on him you oh know? yeah
1: lots of pent-up
2: anger and mm-hmm. <sighs> well janice i hope you're doing good
1: i'm i am very 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 glad she's alive she's aged really well too like she looks good. like almost exactly the same yeah Hell just yeah. slightly
2: slightly older yeah she looks real good she looks real happy she her husband half of her pictures are with her husband it's very cute That's sweet.
1: that's sweet I'm fucking tired of Um, life of all this. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I know it's it really truly has been an emotionally exhaustive week, Mm -hmm. like crazy. So, thanks for listening. We're all fucking sick and tired Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. emotionally and Haley physically and And emotionally and spiritually spiritually. all of it. Yeah, mentally. Cool. Uh, Rate us on hot or not. And tell all your friends about us. Send us, email us at weirdbrunch at
2: gmail.com mm-hmm. with yeah. a list of names. Mm-hmm. Just, J- just, just a list of list. names. We'll okay. read them. Names that we'll, you think are good. Fun, names fun names
1: that you can think of. Plar- Plarney.
0: Mm. The Kiss the Plarney stone. Kits- yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: You're 30% Irish. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. if you want to hear us we can riff. continue to riff on <laughs> fake names corns and clern and um yeah uh, we'll jarphony of... jarphony I, I love it yeah okay, okay. Yes. okay. <laughs> Haley, do okay Haley's gonna spew her hot diet coke oh no don't Do I just it. like snarfed it. You snarfed it.
0: <laughs> it's
2: burning my nose. I
0: feel like I'm gonna have at least two abs by the yeah, time. Yeah, right.
1: I this is a workout. Am I burning? I hope calories? this is funny for somebody else too. Yeah, I am just on just line
0: <laughs> two of my story. Uh, so t- Yeah, I've just gonna oh, keep just going. <laughs> I'm sorry. At okay,
1: least start over completely. <laughs> Seriously, okay. mourn it's a lot, yeah, it's yeah. like that. Your glasses are foggy I know enough, you psycho. <laughs> I'm I'm I've got a lot going on, okay?
0: Shirt
1: with me. the tears and Shirt the laughing.
0: <laughs> <sighs> okay, that was a good push.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.